following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Again, welcome to the most exciting, fun, and sometimes, what? Informative. informative. So, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes informative yes. show on earth. This day is the most important day of your life, listeners. To our listeners. By far, today is the most interesting and important time for you. So sit down and listen up. Let me tell you why. Today is your preparation day. Today is the day of reckoning. It is the day of your schooling. It is the day of your ultimate test. Why is today that day? Nobody knows but me. What is coming up this week? Please share Thanksgiving. What is coming up? Thanksgiving. Yes. And so those who have their in-laws showing up, what is today preparing them for? We have been talking about this all year. Years. Years. Yes. This is the day coming up is the day when you can finally use Radio Law Talk as a trusted source. That's exactly right. We we are talking about general topics of law. We say do not use this in a court of law. There's only one time on earth that you can use us as authority, and that is during the Christmas holidays or Thanksgiving holiday, and especially the Thanksgiving <laughs> holiday around the dinner table when Ma and Pa, or especially the in-laws, say as follows. Well, son or daughter... <clears throat> They say, <laughs> and then Denise, what do they come back at? They come back with, well, on Radio Law Talk, on in season number two, hour number three, Second, they oh, said. Four. <laughs> they said. That's why today is the most important day for you listeners out there. Today is the day you need to listen up, be prepared, take what we have in, and be pre- and use that to your advantage Around the table, coming up while you're eating While turkey. other shows are running features, how yes. to get along with your family at Thanksgiving, we are giving you a practical guide right here on Radio To Live. pound them! Exactly. <laughs> to pound them! <laughs> yes, we're going to be nice and take care. And we all get along. Excuse me, I listen to Radio Law Talk, and at Radio Law Talk, they said as follows. Now's the time to pound you. This is what Radio Law Talk says. I'm taking no more, no more of the they say in this household. That's and, what everybody's going to say. And the good thing, it takes you out of politics altogether. That's exactly right, because you could say, you know, well, they're going to start talking about this or that. And I'm going to say, you know what? It, it just doesn't matter, because Radio Law Talk has not talked about anything that would do with impeachment. Therefore, I refuse to talk about it, because I don't know about it. That works for me. That works for me. I just don't want to fight about it. <laughs> but interesting. So that is works for me. something that's important Bring the for turkey. you. Bring the turkey, <laughs> eat, enjoy, put Radio Law Talk. In fact, you can put a picture of Radio Law Talk on the front door as they enter our logo. And that way they'll know they're prepared to talk around the dinner table about things that they're going to get smashed on. Because using Radio Law Talk, Denise, myself, Fred Penny, and Todd Cunin, and sometimes uh, you could, they could even mention Cal. They could even mention that they've heard from the three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never, never a, a winner, winner producer and, Cal and Hunter. They, and they heard from the guy who tried to pass the bar three times. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. Who's that? I don't know. Two I just, times. I just know a member of the Radio Law Talk team suggested <laughs> when you bring up my Emmys, I mention that. Oh, <laughs> oh see? Oh, oh, two times. Point, counterpoint. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Friend, I, I got know. slammed. I feel like I'm on the turkey table. <laughs> I'm prepared now. Cal just, just threw one at me. But it was a softball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. If you want to go to our website, go to www.radiolawtalk.com. If you want to click on the live button, if you are listening now and somehow it gets cut off from your radio station, tell your local station Turn us on, put us on this on the radio because we are booming. By the way, our our affiliates relations individual by the name of Joe Spera, what a guy! He's a wonderful guy. We thank yeah. him, 
And again, we do never put the cart in front of the horse, but he has he has 33 plus stations right on the fence, ready to take us. Just there is the it. chance for it. 33, come we, on, we jump could on. Break into wait for it. There's the chance. I'm sure. Are you talking about break wind or break? No, no, no. There's oh. the chance that this show, this show could break into Idaho. Denise, think about it. No but, way. No, it's possible. <sighs> Not going to happen. The Gem State, the Silver State, it's possible. The only one, one of the only states that is absolutely flogging us is the state of Idaho. Did you know that? Yeah, they, the, they stoned us. They, they just said, forget it. No one <laughs> wants to listen to us in Idaho. I don't know what's going on. Do we need enough potatoes? Well, you know, I may, do. maybe I do they too. just, maybe <laughs> they need to know that I have a special place in my heart for Idaho. Okay. Because my grandparents... His right hand is over his heart, uh, by the it way. It is. It is. My grandparents, my dad's folks, moved up to northern Idaho, lived 90 miles south of Lewiston in a town called Harpster. Yeah. Population, maybe 50, right on the border of the Nez Perce Indian Reservation. My dad lived there growing up as a kid. My grandparents had like 900, 1,000 acres. Cool. It, that was the best place to spend summers. You know, they uh, sold it when they got older and moved down and... You know, rest their souls. They both passed on. But Idaho was that's, that's awesome. My, that's my birth state. That's that's I, for me. I here, loved here, it up there. All I've got to say, those of you who can't see what's going on on Radio Law Talk, as he put his hand over his right heart, on his left heart. As opposed to my left heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His heart, on with his right hand over his left chest. <laughs> As he put his hand over his heart, all I could think of, you're going to be laughing even more, is Cousin Eddie during the prayer when Aunt Bessie starts giving the Pledge of Allegiance. That's all I could think of is when Eddie stands up and puts his hand over his heart. I was looking at Todd. I said, that's who that is. That's Cousin Eddie. The two famous prayers, the Cousin Eddie prayer from Vacation and Mm -hmm. the uh, Ricky Bobby prayer from Talladega Nights. Those are the two best. And here I'm thinking about Eddie Munster. All I've got to say is we haven't talked anything about law. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, today we're going to talk a little bit about the Baltimore. Uh, look, the gun issue of the Remington case where the Sandy Hook victims are allowed to proceed with the case. We tagged it at Radio Law Talk. Seems like we always nail it. We say be prepared for more lawsuits. We're going to talk about the city of Baltimore talking about a lawsuit now against gun manufacturers. We're going to talk about that. Jesse Smollett is turning around and suing the city of Chicago now. We're going to discuss that. And I'm telling you, one of the most interesting cases, I'm not saying, I'm saying plural, because there's multiple cases against a guy by the name of Alki David. Alki David is a billionaire, um, an heir to the Coca-Cola distribution, uh, some sort of Coca-Cola distribution uh, air, not the Coca-Cola company, but the distrib- uh, distribution. You mean like one of those bottling companies? Yeah, yeah. some sort. Yeah. Some yeah. sort. He's some sort of air, and it, it, he is in court in Los Angeles, and he's being sued on multiple sexual battery suits. Some have already come down, but some are going on at this time, and he tries to represent himself. Some bizarre things are happening wow. in the courtroom, and that is the fun thing. I'm sorry to say this. That is the most interesting and fun thing for us to talk about as to what's going on in the courtroom. Because out there, you guys don't hear about All you hear about is is politics, politics, politics. And we're talking about some interesting lawsuits that are not getting that much news, and we're going to talk about that. And believe it or not, yep, Epstein. we got to talk about it because there's some news on Epstein. So uh, we do have case or case, case or no case coming in. And Denise... Um, for those new affiliates, uh, what is Case or No Case really quick? Case or No Case is where Cal, our producer, either makes up a scenario or he finds a very interesting case and he gives us the fact pattern and we have to decide what laws apply, is it a case, and if it is a case, what's the outcome? And you said what is the whoever wins first to 50 points is what, Denise? You already told us last week. I did? Yeah, you said we're just going to, you get to choose. Oh, we get to pick. We get to That's pick. That's right. We we get to pick now our our win. Okay, so mm-hmm. if you want to call in 855-LAW-RADIO, we're going to come back and do a case or no case. You will see what case or no case is all about. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more Radio Law Talk in just a little bit right here on RadioLawTalk.com and, of course, on your favorite radio station, so stay tuned. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny sexy just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car wash, a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack, don't spruce her up, just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was asked a quick quack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road and come visit the dock. Quick quack car wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone like nobody else could possibly understand we understand we're overeaters anonymous and we have helped thousands of people just like you people who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy rewarding life overeaters anonymous help me get my life back now i eat in a way that's healthy and good for me i never realized what i was missing out on with oa i am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at oa.org. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. It is the favorite time other than Thanksgiving for our listeners, and that is case or no case. Cal, roll it. Uh, all right, here we go. All right, stand by, stand by for case sleeping. or no case. Here wait, we go. Wait, let me do this. Now Cal, it's time wake to up play first. case or no case. <laughs> wake up now. Let's do case I was on the wrong screen. I was looking up Emmy nomination forms. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you who don't know, he's three-time Emmy Award nominee. We've but had, never a winner. How could they not know that <laughs> by now? We remind them all the time. We've all heard of the famous Margaret Mitchell book, Gone with the Wind. Yes. Right? And made into a very famous old movie. In fact, a movie by which 
all attendance standards were judged for decades. Uh, you know, the box office receipts. Well, somebody got an idea and said, since the book and the movie were seen from a white person's view of the Civil War, what about that of a slave? So they penned a parody of the book called The Wind Done Gone. <laughs> and the publishers of Gone with the Wind did not like that. So they went to the legal department and said they've used actual phrases from this book, characters, even scenarios. What can we do about it? And so I ask you, Denise Dirks, I believe it's your turn to go first today. I'm going to ask you, case or no case, on The Wind Done Gone versus Gone with the Wind. But it's a big publishing company, by the way. Uh, I can't think of it. That did, anyway. the, the did the... Houghton Mifflin. Was that it? did this, the Gone... The, the Gone with the Wind, had the rights to Gone with the Wind in the Mitchell family. Oh, yeah. okay, not the... Not the, the, not the Wind gone, Done the Gone. gone. Yeah, yeah. That's the not Wind Done gone. gone. All right. Okay. Um, I've actually brought this up before. One of the exceptions to the First Amendment is parody. And you can actually do parodies like the to songs, to different things, and you're not um, you're not violating somebody's copyright or something like that. Not an exception to the First Amendment. I'm sorry, it's underscored by the First Amendment is parody. The protections of yes, you get if you do comics, if you do things that are parodies of persons, you can do parodies of books, you can do parodies of songs, and as long as it's a parody. It is protected speech. So I'm going to say case, and I'm going to say that the wind done gone wins. Okay, very good. Mr. Penny, what say you about the wind done gone? All i got to say is this whole show is a parody, so we're safe. There's nothing that's going to happen to us in lawsuits. That's yeah, all okay. i got to say. Yeah. I'm going to say it's a scenario but not a case. I think that's very intelligent what you said, Denise, of course, as usual. Um, I think you uh, are walking down the correct path. However, I think this is nothing but a scenario, but it's not a case. There's no case here. This is not a case. Hmm. Mr. Kunin, your thoughts on the wind done gone versus gone with the wind. All right. So as it stands right now, we've got no case for Fred. Yep. We case have we have case, but wind done gone wins. Defendant wins. Right. And I am going to say case and wind done gone loses. Just right. So we got all our bases covered, right? Everybody's got a different... No reasons, it, just no it, legal yeah. reasons. And the only reason I'm going to say that is I do agree with Denise, um, and I have no legal reason or nothing I can point to to say this. It just seems to me that parody may have a, a length limit. I, I'm not certain, like like a sketch or a comedy or a little short bit that's only five minutes or something really small. But if they went and wrote a whole dang book and, and this thing did. was huge yeah. and it was long, uh, may, maybe that goes outside the realm of it. I don't know. But I'm going to say that uh, when done, gone loses. Hmm. Well, all right. <laughs> then that, that's interesting. So let's, let's first ask a couple of questions here because we're down to about three minutes. So the first question, those of you who say it was a case, raise your hand, please. Uh-oh. And to you, I can only say oh. congratulations. <laughs> I'm like losing big time. And uh, Mr. Penny said it was not a case. And for Fred, I'm so sorry. What is wrong with me? I'm losing every every day. So a judge said that uh, it violated the copyright of Margaret Mitchell's classic from 1936. But then the 11th Circuit ruled the injunction was extraordinary and drastic. And they couldn't stop him from selling the book because it was a... Parody. Yes. Denise. Oh my <laughs> God. Denise, you are so, so. That's another clap. She so so they. So so. So Wind Gone won. So Wind Gone lost a trial, but then won on appeal. That's yes. Correct. Wow. Awesome. So Todd, two points for you, one point for Denise. Well, no, vice, no versa. vice versa. Vice versa. I, I got both. I said that. Uh, I said that Margaret Mitchell. The Gone Within won everything, oh. and Wind Done, Wind Done, the, the the parody lost, and she said parody won. Yes. Parody won. So Denise gets two points. Mr. Cunin gets one. Fred Penn. Nice. Fred, I'm sorry and I and I have say. I this yeah. is what I have, but I don't know if it's right. I have uh, Todd ahead at 16, and me at 13, and then Fred at eight. Well, I don't even have that many points for any of you. Okay, last, my right, my last right. total is Fred nine, Todd eleven, Denise six. But you anyway, so we'll worry about I'll that have later. To take your well, I'm gonna, that. I'll keep we'll, track. We'll I'm honest. We'll figure it out. Hey, you I'm know what? During honest. what are we? Last week we talked about this in detail. Um, we talked about the gun violence violence issues. We talked about the Remington case, the famous George Bush uh, law that was passed to protect gun makers from being sued. 
Um, and and what happened is there's an exception to that law, which generally says when it comes to advertising, that's kind of an exception or a loophole that the law does not protect gun makers uh, over. Because because generally speaking, you cannot sue a gun maker for uh, injuries or murder. I'm talking about from a perpetrator from doing that uh, under the law when George Bush was in. Uh, was it? I can't remember. It was Junior? I think it was the old old man George Bush. H.W. Yeah, H-W. Uh, what, the, uh, are you talking about the gunmakers law, right? Yeah, it's called P. What is it? P- that was P-L? that was under the George, the younger George Bush, because it, okay, it, it was passed in 2005. Okay, so younger oh, George yeah. Bush. I okay. couldn't remember which yeah. one. So, long story short, all they allowed at this point is the following: they allowed it to go before a jury. They're not saying that they're going to win the case, and I'm talking about the Sandy Hook victims are suing the gun manufacturer, uh, uh, the individual that used the Remington gun, saying that they basically uh, advertised to young males to go ahead and use it in a violent manner. And so the courts allowed that to go before a jury. They Don't forget, people thinking, well, they won. No, the courts just didn't do what's called a summary judgment type of a motion. And or they a call dismissal it, motion. Or a dismissal, dismissal motion. They just said it can go forward, but they're, but but that the jury can hear it. So we're going to talk more about that and what Baltimore is saying about this type of issue concerning gun violence. We'll be back right after this. We're glad you're listening to us right here on Case or No Case on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite station. If they don't carry all three hours, ask them about it. Say why not. Fix it. We'll be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 
That's 800-918-1376. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti purpurium juris consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd, Todd do it. it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <clears throat> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general. The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on RadioLawTalk.com as well. Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest. To walk under the canopy, and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life. Majestic and grand, they clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big, and now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members, together we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit arborday.org. See how you can help. points for you. Oh, come on. You know, that's exactly me. That's I'm the no points guy. Isn't that true? I've gotten hardly any points. That's we, why I played we, that for we, you, we just so you get used to the feel, you know. Finish case or no case. I'm Frederick Penny, your host. I'm a personal injury lawyer in California and Washington, D.C. Denise Dirks is a family law attorney. She sits to the right of me. And then Todd Kuhn, a former... DA uh, with t- in Tennessee and in California is uh, Todd Ashborn. Is all Ashborn. Mark Mark Ashborn. Mark Ashborn. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. he has his own criminal law practice. And then Cal thinks he's a lawyer and uh, a three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never a winner. Just a lowly radio That's guy who he thinks does. he's a lawyer. Yes. So Baltimore Cal has surpassed 300 homicides. That is not unusual for. Baltimore. They have an issue. There's some problems over there in Baltimore, by the way. And uh, there's a lot of gang violence going on. Here's the most interesting statement made, in my opinion, other than the one that we're going to talk about, the uh, billionaire that's in court for himself. There's some interesting statements he makes by a city solicitor. Okay? Here it is. The city solicitor of Baltimore, Andre Davis, or Andre Davis, said... In essence, escalating violence is why I'm going to legally go after gun manufacturers to hold them responsible if the Sandy Hook families succeed in their case. Repeat, the city solicitor for Baltimore has advised everybody that if the Sandy Hook case is successful for those that were injured or killed in the families, he, the city, will go after gun manufacturers for gang violence within their community. And the city solicitor is akin to a lawyer, correct? That's exactly right. So it's like the, the city attorney. In California, the city council, C-O-U-N-S-E-L, right, the yes. city's lawyer. Right. So here's another interesting thing. The first thing that we have to remember in these gun cases, 855-LAW-RADIO if you want to call in or tweet at Radio Law Talk. Look, Denise and Todd and I have talked about this during the break, it really, everyone's thinking, oh, this is over, this is over. It's going to be difficult for them to prove, Denise, uh, as that, that this exception, which is advertisement, caused the Sandy Hook killings. 
Now, they have to connect those dots. How they're ever going to be able to prove because this gunman watched a video game, he therefore went and did this heinous act, and that was the sole cause of it, is, in my opinion, going to be very difficult to overcome for the Sandy Hook victims' attorneys. It's going to be very difficult. They're trying to take the page out of tobacco's, the big tobacco lawsuit playbooks. And the thing that the plaintiffs had in big tobacco was in addition to suing over advertising and marketing, maybe to young kids and, and talking about marketing and things like that, they also had medical statistics. They had background to say, and cigarette use causes this. They had the cause and effect relationship. And that is where it's going to be difficult here, is, like you said, is to show the cause and effect relationship. They can show cause and effect from guns kill people. That's easy. Well, the hard, that, well, the, the, guns the, hard the hard part the is guns don't kill. Some well, people argue guns well, don't the, kill. The, the gun, kill the gun can be used to kill people. The go. gun is a tool that it's can take a, a life. It's a weapon. Right. The hard part is going to be showing the causal link between the advertising and the taking of a life. That's where it's going to be difficult. But exactly. here's the thing: when you file lawsuits like this, do you always file a lawsuit? And do plaintiffs always engage in this because they want to win at trial or do they do it because they want to make a case that will make it past summary judgment and all that that will force things into a settlement? Because let's face it, let's say for the sake of arguments that the plaintiffs only had a 30 percent chance of winning. Right. Let's say they only had a 30 percent chance of winning as a defendant. I could see a gun manufacturer saying, well, you know, we got a 70 percent chance of winning. They only have a 30 percent chance. But that's still too much of a risk I'm willing to take because we get a jury out there and a jury's going to see pictures of how many victims all under the age of eight years old. And they're going to say somebody's got to pay. They're going to see a bank ledger that says, and the gun manufacturers make how many billions of dollars? If that comes in, that might not come in. Yeah, well, because it's advertising and revenue and what motivates the advertising and how things go. And and if they didn't do the advertising, they wouldn't make this much money is going to be the argument. I see a gun manufacturer saving even 30%. Even if it's less than 50%, it's too much of a risk we want to take. We'll settle. I think there are two, two other factors that probably should come into play. One, when a city is overrun by death and they obviously can't do anything about it, somebody says, I have to at least make it look like I'm doing something. It's the equivalent of when the boss walks in, what's the old expression, behinds and elbows, that's what they want to see. I think this is the equivalent of the city attorney going, look, I'm trying to do something. But what's fascinating is that when you calculate it out by 1,000 people, deaths per 1,000 by gun, Baltimore isn't even, in, it's barely in the top five in the country. The worst city is East St. Louis, Chester, Pennsylvania, St. Louis, Missouri, Gary, Indiana, Baltimore, and Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Interesting. Per capita. Per capita. It's it's calculated per 1,000. Right, right. Uh, However, Baltimore, as you said, had 342. Right. And Chicago, everybody thinks is the murder capital, but it's not. Detroit's way up there, 268, Baton Rouge. But, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of deaths, way too many. We all agree with that. You know what would be uh, interesting is if you start to see these – you know, the serial killers that have used these guns and you look at their Facebook pages and you see them with their guns all proud, you know, and you can get pictures of that and you can show that they see they're even advertising and, and on social media with their gun. And so you mean the mass murderers, the school shooters and people exactly. like that that pose with I their mean, guns. Right? That would yeah. be something that potentially would be in such a jury trial. Well, here's the here's the issue. And I'm going to take issue with Todd's argument here, which is like we like to do the. The thing, Todd, that you have to remember is, and by the way, I, I probably don't. Even, I, I'm getting so old, I forgot my argument. But I think I'm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember it in a, a good couple one. of seconds. It was a dang good argument, Todd. <laughs> Fleeting argument. I just completely lost it. So you were talking about so, what was it? Well, I was talking about how, if you file a lawsuit, it's not got just it. whether or not you're gonna win answer. at trial. I got the answer. Right? It's not the gun. Yeah. Here, no. Here's the the issue is. I don't think they're going to do that on this case. On many cases, people do because this is the precedent-setting case. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen is if they give in this time, if they open the door, it's going to to fly open. It tells you right now with the city of Baltimore what they've already said. If Sandy Hook wins, 
we're opening the floodgates and we're going to go after the gun manufacturers. Secondly, I say if the gun manufacturers settle, it's going to open the door for the Baltimores to sue. Here's one other point I want to make. And again, we're politically neutral here, but I'm going to lay this point out. Does the city of Baltimore now sue the record labels? Well, well, well think that, about that. It. That's an interesting point that. because if if the advertising, if you're saying that the advertising message in a gun, and I'm going to read some right. of the some of the slogans and some of the ads in just a second, but if you're saying that that is what leads to the violence by use of the instrument, then the next question is, well, what about the music that these that people listen to where the lyrics say the same exactly thing? Exactly right. So yeah. do the gu- That's do you, almost even more a call to action. Uh, arguably, mm-hmm. it is. No, it is a call. They, yeah. they say it in a lot of these songs, talk about shootings and killings and popping and stuff like that. So does... The manufacturer, I mean, do the record labels get sued and or the singers that sing about it? In my opinion, as a as a lawyer, I'm thinking, okay, if you win this case here, all right, I'm going to start suing the record labels, right? Yeah. Can we do that? Yeah. But this case is about um, advertisement. This is a marketing campaign by the drug, or not drugs, the gun manufacturers. And there's a first... Amendment right in there too. We had a case a couple years ago where somebody had put something that was pretty, you know, risky or racy or something on the outside of their business, but they used it as a marketing tool and they were told to remove it and they took it up on appeal and they won because it was free the first it was amendment free right. Yeah. That, 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 but guess what? You're right, free speech and singing, but if this hits here, you know, that, that uh, this is more advertising and you don't think the record labels aren't pushing that violence also? That's the question you have to ask yourself. And, you know? and, and this is this is what the advertising we're talking about. And I know we got to go here in just yeah. a second, but so in for one, Bushmaster, they have their AR-15. The tagline right. was "Consider your man card reissued." Holding that, I think the one that's maybe the most egregious is from argue. It's from Mattel, the toy maker, and it shows a young boy. With an M16, oh. and obviously this is a and little that's a older. Little kid. What old? What year was that? Probably this 60s. is probably in the 60s, but it says if you think this gun looks great, wait till you hear it, and it's a toy M16. Now, if that kind of advertising is being promulgated, that could be problematic. All I gotta know is I chewed on candy yep. cigarettes when I was in the 70s, and I lived and survived. Well, Cal, <laughs> Cal's holding up and telling us to go to break. We're going to talk a little bit about Epstein and a little bit about this interesting billionaire trial. We'll be back after these messages. And we have a call coming up, too, on the same topic on God. Stick around. There's more Radio Law Talk straight ahead right here. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who want your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. 
www.controllawfirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Infectious diseases spread by pests like malaria, Zika, and Chagas disease are causing a worldwide health crisis. Fortunately, here at home, we don't face the same level of threat, but we shouldn't let our guard down. Mosquito-borne diseases like West Nile virus and Zika are impacting communities across the U.S., and Lyme disease spread by ticks is on the rise. Whether around the world or just around the block, get the facts you need to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time. And it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable. Things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. lettyandcompany.com. Eva Marie smoked 12,000 packs of cigarettes over 15 years. She quit, and now there's a new lung cancer screening that could save her life. You stopped smoking, now start screening. No matter how much you smoked, early detection could save you. Talk to your doctor or learn more at savedbythescan.org. Infectious diseases spread by pests like malaria, Zika, and Chagas disease are causing a worldwide health crisis. Fortunately, here at home, we don't face the same level of threat, but we shouldn't let our guard down. Mosquito-borne diseases like West Nile virus and Zika are impacting communities across the U.S., and Lyme disease spread by ticks is on the rise. Whether around the world or just around the block, get the facts you need to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. Stop whining. Are you serious? You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. Remember, this is an important day for you. Thanksgiving's coming up. Listen to what we have to say and be prepared to talk to everybody at the dinner table about what Radio Law Talk says during the Thanksgiving uh, break. And we have Scott on the line that wants to talk a little more about the Remington case and about gun violence and the lawsuits against gun manufacturers. Scott, welcome. Uh, thank you, guys. I, want, I, I love your show. I listen to it every good, Saturday. Good. But I, 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 wa- I wanted to just say, you know, I'm from Stockton, so you know why I have to be a responsible gun owner. Right. But I was thinking about advertising and, uh, you know, these car manufacturers are making these cars that go 160, 200 miles an hour. And they advertise horsepower. And I'm wondering at what point, knowing that about 26% of the deaths on the road are from speeding, is that going to become an issue where uh, people can sue the car manufacturers? And I'll, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you respond on the radio. Thank you, guys. Hey, Appreciate thanks, Scott. Call. Thanks, Scott. Yeah. Hey, good, Scott. That's an excellent point. And um, I think one of the issues there is, and I think Scott brought up a good point, but I would argue about the manufacturers of vehicles is they're generally not. Um, allegedly advertising of violence, even though, yes, you're right, Scott, it's speed. And, you know, every teenager likes speed and is driving a nice, fast Camaro or a Dodge or, Demon. Or Dodge yeah, Demon. Yeah, yeah, we, we love yeah. that. And Cal, when we grew up, we liked to drive those fast oh. cars. <laughs> but that's an argument. But I still think, Scott, uh, my best argument by far is the, the record labels. They're, yeah. they're promoting it more than guns, more than cars, more than anything. They're promoting this violence. I mean, again, we're neutral here on Brady Law Talk, but think about it. If it's going to start there with the guns, it's it should sl- do the slippery slope right into that. I'd like to say that yeah. – um, Cars are not inherently dangerous. There would not be any kind of a strict liability for a car. Cars are operated by humans um, for the most part, although now that's starting to change. But it's the human behind the car 
that is doing the speeding. So that, I think, insulates the um, the automobile industry. Plus, the automobile industry is not marketing. The same argument people make about guns. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what they're arguing yes. about guns. It's yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. There, there, has never, there has never been an AR-15 under its own volition that just floated in and sh- it was always somebody pulling the trigger. Well, but to, or dropping the gun. Yeah, we there we go. Well, that's true. Dropped. But it, to Fred's point about uh, automobiles are not inherently dangerous. No, well, it's her point. Or, or, but, yeah. Not inherently used for violence. Right. Okay. And, and that the ads are not promoting violence or anything like that when it comes to vehicles, I would say, well, well neither were the ads for cigarettes and tobacco. They, they were promoting enjoyment, cool, smooth, you know, whatever. But it still had – I think it raises a point. What we're going to see here, in my opinion, is – we, we hear about this idea of slippery slope. I don't know if people really understand what that means. It's the idea that that if you can imagine an argument sitting at the top of an incline where like a snowball, where if you push it over, it starts to go downhill and pick up speed. A, an argument that has a slippery slope, it is as it starts to go downhill, how far can it go? How much can it pick up in terms of liability and what industries can be sued? And I think you're going to find that tested. To your point about lyrics, Fred, I, I want to point out something. This happened. Charlton Heston gave a speech to Harvard University graduation commencement. And he was talking about, this is back in the 90s, and he was talking about the dangerous aspects of being politically correct and and all that how it can stifle free speech and stuff and he talked about an experience he had where he found out that time warner was promoting an album they had an artist named ice t underneath their on their record label and he had a song called cop killer that was booming up the charts and making a lot of money well because Charlton Heston owns some shares of stock, he went to the stockholders meeting and he read the lyrics to Cop Killer, including, this is just one little portion, quote, this is the lyrics from the song, this is to your point, Fred, quote, I got my 12-gauge sawed off, I got my headlights turned off, I'm about to bust some shots off, I'm going to dust some cops off. Now, I don't know how you can make an argument that that is not a call to action or glorifying that kind of violence, that to me is far more egregious than any ad, even though I've seen some ads that are real head scratchers for guns, that to me is far more egregious than that, and that song was selling millions. So to your point, I agree with that. I think that on this slippery slope, how many folks are going to be scooped up and brought into lawsuits that are promoting violence, Denise. Well, the interesting thing is who's going to be the plaintiff. That potentially could be someone who is in a gang and has been glorifying this type of language and then does something bad. And they could potentially be a plaintiff and sue the record label. Because they got shot. Because they shot someone. That, that's you mean right. a defendant or a plaintiff? Uh, that could be a potential plaintiff. Oh, they're saying, oh, you, you, you made, made me, me do it. it. Oh. The ad made me do it. The like, devil like made the, me do it argument. Yes. Like, the, like, the, like the people that smoked all their life, and, decide, and they, they smoked tobacco, they knew all that, and they become the plaintiffs to sue the tobacco company. I'll tell you right now, Cal, uh, you and I, were overweight right now. It's because the candy cigarettes Killed us both. that yeah. you and I were <laughs> chewing on that our dads gave us That's right. made us love sugar. And eat so much, I'm overweight because of that. Those I are the things to... that you used to blow, and it would like a, have a puff oh, that looked right. like smoke, it right? Did. Yeah, those. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking of the old Chesterfield ads where they had a doctor in a lab coat, and it said "Doctor recommended Chesterfield nice. cigarettes." Yeah. I mean, come on. Oh, come on. The Marlboro wow. Man was the biggest <laughs> well, stuff. The, that and, goes way back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in fairness, yeah. and to to be complete about this story with the lyrics there. After Charlton Heston read that at the shareholders mm-hmm. meeting shortly thereafter, Time Warner dropped Ice-T as a, a an artist on their record label, and they, they took corrective measures for that. But that ain't the only song that was out there. That, Guess what? Those lyrics are all over the place. Now it's the opposite. They'll, pro- they'll probably want to add them if they say that. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. So many people that don't Isn't like cops. Isn't this the same Ice T that's now the actor in the uh, in yes. the cop drama? Yes, it, it is. Oh, it is. Ironic, how, how ironic is that, right? All I gotta say, guess what? He turned he he turned coat, right? 
He's a turncoat. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. now he's a cop. This is something we're going to be following for a long time that will keep Radio Law Talk on the air because this Remington case is just the beginning. I saw a commercial for a, a law firm the other day, and they say, we only do this specific kind of case. It's how prolific it is, has to do with a, a certain yeah. disease, mesothelium, yeah. whatever. We only do this, and we've got... <laughs> Offices all over the country, and I wouldn't be surprised if you found law firms that we only do this kind of case with regard to gun lawsuits going forward and trying to take on these type of arguments. That is how big I think it can get. Well, that's what's happened with a lot of these fires, too, in the western United States. And I, not to get into my personal detail, I'm like, go for it, guys. I'm going to be handling all the other type of personal injury cases because you're too busy dealing with that. Yeah. Because uh, we didn't really touch those fire cases. But anyway, let's move on to Jesse Smollett. He is now suing the city of Chicago for Melissa's prosecution. <laughs> I mean, oh, and, oh and my god! He comes as a countersuit because he's yes, being sued right? by the city of yes. Chicago for 150 um, grand. Right, right, 450 grand to yeah. get money out of him. What it costs for them to have the investigation into the alleged. Phony um, claim, phony, phony fake yeah. story that he made up. Well, let's go through a few things that were the that were the facts. He had a noose around his head, neck that he that he kept. There's proof of the two guys that he hired that they said that he did hire them to fake it. There's that shows. There's video showing those guys buying the rope, you know. <laughs> And and I mean I can go and he paid on. them with a check. And he, yeah, and he, it's like what? <sighs> yeah, there's a lot of evidence against Mr. Smollett for sure. So he's countersuing. So he's countersuing uh, for malicious prosecution, saying that that the city maliciously pr- prosecuted him in this. They've harassed him. They've humiliated him. That he still it stands by the initial story that he was attacked by two masked men when he was walking home from a Chicago subway sandwich shop. And then somebody, and he's also openly gay too. Yeah. So it's not just the fact that he is an African-American, but also he alleges it was because he's openly gay. And he said that the men had hats on that said, or they know that they were homophobic slurs. They said racial slurs. And then somebody yelled, this is MAGA country for Make America Great Again. By the right? way, so this is like facts. all of which appears to have been set up, according to the police. These, these are his alleged facts that he was saying, which have really been overturned. Really quickly, the elements for malicious prosecution in order to win, you got to show that they're going to show that the police had lack of probable cause, that they were malicious in their prosecution of him. There's two other elements. They're going to lose on those two to begin with. We're going to see you next hour. Join us. This is Radio Law Talk. Thanks for listening. We'll be back. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk, Incorporated.